Welcome to the Worthy Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Emily, and I'm here to teach spiritually curious women like you how to stop people pleasing, how to gain massive self-worth and confidence, and how to reclaim your feminine power so that you can experience more love, more freedom, and more abundance in your life, and most importantly, how to live as your most worthy, authentic self. On this podcast, I'll be giving you my best teachings, trainings, and wisdom so that you can take action towards creating your dream life and showing up as the worthy woman that you are. Hello, and welcome back to the Worthy Woman Podcast. My name is Melissa Emily, and if you're new here, welcome. I'm so happy to have you, and if you've listened to this podcast before, then thanks for tuning in again. I'm so happy that you're here and I am thrilled to bring you this episode that I have been thinking about creating for a few months now. And today I thought now is the time. I have all of this energy flowing through me and in the spirit of Gemini season, it's currently May 23, so we're celebrating this new season of this sparkly, wonderful, communicative energy of the Gemini, which is also my birth season. Um, I am a Gemini sun and moon, and my Mercury is in Gemini, which is all about communication. Mercury rules, rules communication, so I felt like today is a fitting day to talk all about feminine radiance. We also just exited, um, or we just had a, well, we exited the season of Taurus, which is all about sensuality and money and the physical realms, like enjoying the sensual pleasures of the physical realms. And we just had a new moon in Taurus last Friday, so a few days ago, and it was so beautiful to write down everything that I'm manifesting and calling in. And one of those things is putting out new podcast episodes for you. So as you can tell, I've been getting really into astrology. (laughs) If you listened to the last episode, I, um, one of the last solo episodes that I did, I, um, told you a lot about my newest obsession with numerology and now it's astrology. I've been getting diving into it. So I'm excited to touch on some of those aspects of astrology moving forward. It's just all making sense and clicking. So why don't we just get right into it? Let's talk about feminine radiance and how to turn on your magnetism as a feminine woman, how to glow from the inside out. Let me just preface by saying before I turn on the microphone and started recording this podcast, I put on a song, I was dancing, I have my jasmine essential oil, moving my body, I put on one of my favorite feminine robes that I love. If you've been in Worthy Woman Blueprint, if you're an alumni or if you're currently in Worthy Woman Blueprint, you know what I mean. I wanted to create this episode because I feel like I have completely mastered how to be in my feminine radiance and I am now living in sustained sustained states of glowing from the inside out. And let me tell you, it's been a journey. I used to feel dull. I used to feel depressed and lifeless and sick and 
anxious and all these things. And the work that I have done over the past five years has really helped me come back to the essence of my femininity. And I'm here to distill all of that into eight ways, eight steps that you can start taking, that you can start applying to your life and bringing back that feminine radiance, whether you are sitting there and you're listening to this and you feel like you're on the scale of being completely disconnected to your femininity to completely connected to your femininity. It doesn't matter where you land on this scale. You're going to get something out of this podcast episode. So I'm really excited that you're here. Let's just briefly break down what femininity is. I'm just taking all of this from my own experiences and sharing what it's like to be in my feminine. Because as you listen to this, you're going to feel that in your body. I'm a transmission for the feminine frequency. And so it's going to activate within you these already maybe active or dormant parts of your femininity that want to come online and be nurtured by you and be expressed. So let's describe the feminine. The feminine is flow, receptivity, sensitivity, being in the body, embodied presence with the body, having a relationship with the body. And the feminine is loving and heart-centered in touch with emotions. So that kind of kind of goes into sensitivity. And the feminine also loves to be seen. And this is the radiance piece. When a woman walks into a room or when you go into a space where there's people, usually the first thing that we notice is the energy. The first thing that we feel is the energy. If you're a sensitive being, which you're listening to this podcast, you are. You're a sensitive, energetic being who can pick up on energy. And we, we notice the feminine's radiance. And we notice who stands out, who shines, who glows from within. We notice the beauty of someone's energy, their relationship with themselves. So the foundation of radiance is what is the quality of the relationship that you have with yourself? So someone that's not in their radiance would be someone who is looking outside of them to gain validation and worth and approval or to search for love and meaning and depth and worthiness, like a sense of worthiness in relationships that they have with other people while their relationship with their self is full of negative self-talk and feeling like they're not good enough and all of the qualities that you can think of that would describe someone who doesn't have a strong, healthy relationship with themselves. So a woman in her radiance has a very strong relationship with herself. You can sense that by the way that she carries herself, by the way that she is lit up when she's speaking. She just has this glow about her. Her aura is magnetic and glowing. Start to think about your relationship with yourself. This is really the foundation of my entire work that I do as a coach is helping women heal their relationships with themselves and build strong, healthy, beautiful, thriving relationships with themselves. So this is the foundation before we get into the eight different ways that you can start to turn on your feminine radiance and start to glow from the inside out. 
So if you don't have this foundation of strong, healthy relationship with yourself, it's going to be really difficult to feel that, that inner strength and this sense of self-worth. But good news is that all of the steps that I'm about to offer, this, these ways of being, these action steps that you can start to apply to your life are ways to build up your relationship with yourself. And the byproduct is turning on your feminine radiance and glowing from the inside out. So the first way to turn on your feminine radiance is to connect with your heart. The heart is the core of the feminine. The feminine is deeply connected to the heart, to love. If you think about the heart and the way that the heart works, there's an inflow and an outflow. The heart is where we feel our emotions. It's where we are, where we love. It's the source of our love. It's the source of our emotions, our feelings. And so it's really important to, if you want to feel your feminine radiance, to start to feel your emotions specifically positive emotions and to have a healthy heart, a a healthy emotional practice. So if you think about a stagnant pond, for example, there's no water that's flowing in or out. And what starts to develop in this pond is all sorts of things, scum, maybe (laughs) animals live there, um, It's just yucky and murky and muddy, and it doesn't have a way to flow, to irrigate the water. And you can kind of think about your heart in this way. If you are not allowing yourself to feel your emotions, your heart is going to get clogged up and closed off. And this is especially if you have built walls around your heart, like you think of a a dam, like there's no way for the water to escape and there's no way for new water to come in. It's just stuck. And so when you start to dissolve the walls of your heart a little bit, you know, the boundaries that we put up, the walls that we put up of fear of ever getting hurt again, because we've gotten hurt in the past and we start to give ourselves that love and nurture our emotional health. We start to tend to and nurture our feelings our emotions, not dwelling on the negative emotions, but just allowing them to move through instead of getting them stuck in our bodies. That's when we start to develop this beautiful, magnificent heart radiance. And this is a huge cornerstone of what I teach all of my clients and in all of my programs and offerings is one of the main things that I see is people, especially women, struggle with codependency. And I'm not even going to get into that because that's a whole nother conversation, but you can start to cultivate this beautiful, brilliant heart radiance by being in touch with your emotions, allowing yourself to feel, and then focusing on feeling really good, feeling good emotions, feeling joy, feeling passion, allowing yourself to feel love, love for yourself, love for others, and being able to ask for what you want and need. This is another aspect of codependency is we don't feel like we can get our needs and wants directly met. So we have to go out of our way to manipulate others in order to get those needs 
and desires met. <laughs> this is a whole nother conversation, like I said, but just starting to tend to your emotions, like what do you need? And getting really clear about what do you want? And that's going to really amplify your heart radiance. That's going to start to open up the floodgates, open up the dams, build new pathways so that that pond water, that scum can start to move and flow and be purified through the heart. The heart naturally wants to move energy and give and receive it's this beautiful ecosystem that we have your heart is so intelligent i could literally talk about the heart for hours i mean there's so many studies that have been done about the intelligence of the heart heart coherence if you look up joe dispenza he has so much information on this it's magnificent so even just simply putting your hands on your heart, like I have my hands on my heart right now as I'm speaking about the heart and just feeling what's there, feeling what's present. So that's step number one or way number one that you can start to turn on your feminine magnetism and radiance. And what happens is when you start to clear up some of that muck and dissolve the walls and start to feel the emotions flowing, and tend to your emotions and start to feel love, start to amplify the positive emotions, you're going to start to attract more of those experiences and situations and people who are on that same wavelength, on that same frequency, on that same vibration as you of love, of self-honoring. They honor themselves and they honor others. So as you go up this like scale as you open the floodgates, you're opening yourself up to your authentic self and you're going to start to attract people into your life, experiences in, in your life that feel more authentic to you too, that are in their authentic truth. It's so beautiful. Okay, number two is basically you are what you eat. So if you imagine eating things that are colorless and dull and have no life force energy, they're dead, right? Like things that have been processed, um, even, even meats, I would go as far to say that I'm not going to get too much into the nutrition aspect of it, but I do have a nutrition background. I have had a coaching practice in nutrition. I've done so much um, of my own healing on my body via the medical medium information to heal chronic illness. And so if you're walking around with chronic illness, um, and you're eating foods that are lifeless and colorless, then you're going to feel pretty shitty and you're going to feel very dis disconnected from your feminine radiance. And you're not going to feel that glow. Like, do you know when you meet people and they they eat super healthy foods and lots of vegetables and fruits and they're like vibrant. They're like, you can feel the vibration of their cells vibrating. And it feels, it, it's like, wow, it's like they're alive. It's like this life force energy. And so one of the ways that you can start to bring that into your body is to start to bring in more fruits and vegetables, to drink lots and lots of fresh filtered water, throw in a little bit of lemon in there, fresh lemon in there the juice of fresh lemons and hydrate your body. If you think about radiance, you think about this sparkling 
energy of water, how it like the sun reflects on it and it's sparkly and it's fresh. Like that's the energy of feminine radiance. So I think our body is like some crazy percent of water. I think it's like 90% of water. Don't quote me on that, but our body is made up mostly of water. And so when you start to treat your body by giving it really high vibrational foods that are full of water, organic, colorful fruits, like fruits and vegetables have so much water in them. You start to put that into your system and your feminine body will start to turn on and come alive. It's like, think of a plant. If you never water it, it's going to eventually wither and die. But when you water it and you fertilize it and you feed it, it's going to thrive and be so vibrant and full of life. And that's what we want. That's how we want to feel. We want to feel like we're glowing from the inside out. It's not just about putting on a ton of makeup and doing our hair and, you know, wearing certain things. Like, yes, we're going to get to that in a second. This is my invitation for you to really start to go from the inside out. Like, how are you tending to your beautiful body that is made up mostly of water and vibration. And this leads me into my next item on my list of eight things, which is if you've ever heard of the experiment that was done by this Japanese scientist, his name is Masuru Emoto. I think that's how you say his name. (laughs) He did all these experiments on water, on the energy of water. And what, if you've never heard of this experiment, basically what he did was he did three different tests. The first Petri dish was where they showered the water with all of these amazing words of affirmation, love, and just sent the energy, like good positive energy to this water. The second one, they said all these negative things to the water, just lower vibration, negativity, putting that energy into that. And then the third one, they completely ignored and they didn't do anything to it. And then what they found was the first water that they sent all of the positive energy to started to form all these beautiful crystalline structures. And then the second dish started to grow, but it started to grow mold and it started to form all these asymmetric patterns that were quote unquote imperfect and ugly. And then the third Petri dish was the worst of all. It was like overgrown with mold and didn't have any crystalline structures and just looked terrible. So if you can imagine the words and the energy that you speak to yourself, that you perceive about yourself, that you send to yourself are loving and beautiful and amazing and wonderful, then the water in your body, because we're made up of mostly water, is going to start to respond to that and form beautiful crystalline structures, this sparkly radiance, this feminine, juicy, magnetic radiance. When we have that beautiful relationship with ourselves, when we take care of ourselves, when we have intentions of feeling good, of eating from a place of honoring ourselves and loving ourselves and taking care of ourselves, that starts to have an effect on our physical bodies. 
our bodies are like, yes, more please. This feels so good. So my invitation for you for item number three is to speak to yourself like you love yourself. And I actually did unintentionally a experiment just like this with flowers. Um, it was so fascinating. I had this beautiful vase of roses. They were so stunning and so beautiful. I actually did an Instagram reel on this. So if, if you want to see what they actually looked like, it's so fascinating. If you go on my Instagram page, but basically what I did is there was this vase of roses and I put most of them turning towards me. And then there was like a few in the back that were in the back of the arrangement and the flowers that were in the front, I was looking at them. I was con consciously putting my loving energy and attention towards them. And I was appreciating them so much and just admiring their beauty and enjoying them. And the three flowers or two or three flowers in the back, I didn't put any energy on them. I didn't focus my energy on them because they were in the back. And I kind of moved the vase around different parts of my house because I wanted to enjoy them. But I always had the front facing forward with all of the pretty flowers. And then the two or three that were in the back were always in the back. And I never paid attention to them. And over a week, as the flowers started to open, the ones in the front were thriving. They were so beautiful. They were like the most exquisitely opened up, so beautifully fragrant roses. And then the three in the back had completely wilted. <laughs> so that just goes to show that just like flowers, we and plants and anything that's alive, attention and appreciation is the energy of thriving, of energy, of you know, we thrive where we are most appreciated, where we are most loved, and we actually start to die and wither away when we don't receive appreciation and love and attention. And it's the most important thing to give this attention to yourself, this appreciation towards yourself, to speak to yourself like you love yourself, which leads me into the next number four is all about fanning your own flames. So your feminine radiance starts to come online and shine when you fan your own flames. Yes, I am amazing. Yes, I am beautiful. I am capable. I am wonderful. I am magnificent. And noticing that when you validate yourself in this way, especially in the ways that you don't feel validated by the world around you, this is going to start to create a ripple effect in your life because I have this philosophy that, and this is universal law, that everything in our experience and our reality is a mirror, is a reflection of what's happening inside of us. So when we feel unappreciated, undervalued, unloved, it's showing us the parts of the parts in ourselves that we do not appreciate ourselves, that we do not value ourselves, and we do not love ourselves. I did an entire podcast episode on friendship, if you want to listen to that, where I was seeking my worth and my validation from friends and I was constantly feeling unfulfilled and unloved because I was seeking it outside of myself when I, when I started to become my own best friend and love myself first, value myself first, appreciate and you know nurture my relationship with myself. That's when I started to attract all of my amazing soul sister friendships into my life. But it started with me first. I wasn't seeking 
for anything externally. So when you start to fan your own flames and, you know, just be your own hype woman and it's not about being proud or arrogant, a little bit of pride is so healthy, but it's about honoring yourself, you know, like, yes, I am amazing. I am beautiful. I am so intelligent. I am so capable of and worthy of whatever it is that I want. The next step is all about creativity. So the feminine, I forgot to say this in the beginning, but I would also say that the feminine is about creativity. The feminine is about creating new life. If you think about it, women can grow literal babies from their body in their in their bodies like we are the ultimate creator life force energy if you think about planet earth earth is a feminine frequency mother earth is producing all of the beautiful plants and vegetables and fruits and amazing resources that we need that humans need to literally thrive and survive on earth And so when we start to think about ourselves in this creative way, this creative life force energy, we, and we focus and start to incorporate more creativity into our life, we turn on this feminine radiance, this like tapping back into our creative nature. So for me, things that I love to do and feel free to take inspiration from this and start to contemplate what are some of the things that you love to do? Like Think about when you were a little kid. What are some ways that you loved to be creative? For me, it's cooking. I love cooking. I love floral design. I love makeup and beauty and self-expression and fashion. I just recently started taking up gardening. I've never really gardened before, but, you know, I love caring for my plant babies. I love growing things. Um... And so I'm starting to do that with gardening. I'm this summer I'm growing my own vegetable and herb garden and I have a planter bed and I have all these little pots on my patio and I'm growing all these herbs and I'm so excited about it. Um another way that I love being creative is through writing and speaking. Photography. I love creating through social media. I love creating reels. I love, you know, writing um, social media posts and expressing myself. I don't know if you know this, if how familiar you are with me and my background, but I have a degree in graphic design. I love aesthetics and beauty and creating things that are aesthetically pleasing and functional. I also love painting. Painting is one of my favorite pastimes. My inner child, my younger self absolutely loves to paint So watercoloring is one of the ways that I love to be creative. So start to get your wheels turning, your inner gears turning of like, okay, what's, what are some things that I love to do that are super creative for me? So I can connect to this feminine essence, this radiance within me. You'll start to notice it. You'll start to feel your feminine radiance turn on. You'll start to glow when you start to tap back into your creativity, your passion, This is also the center um, in your chakra system, your energy center of your sacral, which is where we create literally life force energy in our womb space. So connecting with your womb, connecting with your cycle, your menstrual cycle, 
tracking your cycle, honoring your cycle. This is a whole nother podcast episode that I could probably create just about that. The next step of turning on your feminine radiance is all about healing your relationship with receiving. This is something that I actually have just moved through in my own personal life is cleaning up and healing my relationship with my receptivity. So us feminine beings are naturally receptive. We're receivers. If you think about, I've just, you know, studying gardening, cause that's like my new thing now. <laughs> I w- I've been learning about pollination and how that works and how um, on a plant, there can be like a male flower and a female flower. And the female flower is the receptor receptivity, the receiver, and it will grow into the fruit or the vegetable. And the male flower is in charge of pollinating and the female flower receives that pollination. And then after the male flower, you know, gives out the pollination or whatever, the seed, I don't know the logistical terms, (laughs) but the male flower will eventually die. But the female flower will receive it. And then the flower will eventually wilt off and then it turns into the fruit. So if you think about the receptivity, the giving and the receiving, and how can you start to heal and clean up your relationship with receiving? So I'm going to tell you a little bit about what my limiting belief was around receiving, because the story that I was telling about myself was limiting me from allowing myself to receive my birthright of of abundance of the things that I've been wanting in my life, you know, more money, more love, more pleasure, more joy, more opportunities, anything that you can think of. It was limiting that because I was telling myself this story that receiving is bad and that if I receive something from someone, then that means I owe them something in return. Or that means that I am, I should feel guilty. And this is all just societal conditioning and ancestral quote unquote trauma. You know, it's just like, it's not mine. It's just been passed down generation to generation. We are immersed in a culture or we have been for hundreds of years that, you know, receiving is bad and that the feminine is bad and that even our sexuality, our erotic nature of the feminine being the receiver in eroticism in in sexuality is bad and that wanting more desiring more is bad and so I clean that up by rewriting the narrative that when others give to me it is their greatest joy because I'm so easy to give to and it's so fun for them to give to me so like that in and of itself, rewriting that narrative that it's so fun for others to give to me because I'm so easy to give to and it's so fun for me to receive has cleared up generations of you know limiting beliefs around receiving. So you can imagine the things that have been starting to flow and flood into my life have been monumental, have been I just literally like opened this stuck channel, my receptive channel. It's almost like you can imagine all these boulders and rocks were blocking this like gushing river that wanted to flow into my life. And you can imagine the rocks and the things that were blocking it were the guilt, the shame, the beliefs that it's bad, the beliefs that it's bad to desire more. And so I 
removed all of those blocks, those boulders, those rocks, and allowed my channel to open to fully receiving. So that's been super powerful. And then that brings me into number seven, which is activating your feminine radiance by tapping back into your pleasure and your connection with your body. So like I said, before I started this podcast episode, I turned on the music, I danced. Um, I've been doing so much beautiful feminine energy work around creating a relationship with my body through dance and moving my body in a organic, sensual way, um, ecstatic dancing and tapping into my pleasure. Like how do I enjoy my life? Having fun, tapping even into the lover archetype of the feminine archetypes, which is all about being in her sensuality and being naked with your body and, you know, honoring yourself and being just like, in your pleasure, in your sensuality. And you can't do this unless you're present. So I've been learning how to tap back into my five senses. I've been asking myself, how good can I feel? Can I feel, can I open myself to up to even more pleasure? You know, in the past five ish years, I've been really slowing down and enjoying my food, really savoring every bite enjoying the beauty of the nature that's all around me and smelling the flowers, you know, savoring my coffee, moving my body in a way that feels good. When we're shut off from our pleasure or we have these beliefs that pleasure is bad, then our feminine radiance is going to be dimmed and dull. Your feminine radiance is directly connected to how much pleasure you allow yourself to feel and how present and in a loving relationship you are with your body, with your five senses. What is your relationship with dance? Do you feel shameful and guilty about moving your body, about expressing yourself, about being in your sensuality? If so, this is your invitation. This is the most beautiful opportunity to, you know, create a more healing and loving relationship with your body and with pleasure. And the very last one, number eight, is all about letting yourself be seen. I love this one so much because if you think about the feminine, we love to wear sparkly things. We like to paint our nails. We like to wear earrings and adorn ourselves with jewelry, you know, put on sparkly eye makeup or makeup and just feel and look beautiful. And there's nothing wrong with this. This is one of the ways that we can activate our feminine radiance. I always say this, and this is like one of my core beliefs and philosophies is when we look good, we feel good. So how can you start to take care of yourself in a way and do things that make you feel good for yourself through making yourself look good, (laughs) you know, like wearing the clothes that look and feel good, that you feel hot in, that you are like, yes, I feel like a 10, you know, and putting essential oils on yourself, wearing beautiful fragrances. We love to feel and look attractive and smell good and, you know, wear things that just are fun and sparkly and like attractive. So tap into those aspects of yourself and let yourself be seen. Maybe there's some work that you'd like to do around cleaning up your relationship with allowing, like overcoming the fear of letting yourself be seen. And it all starts with seeing yourself first. Like, do you see your beauty? 
What is your intention behind putting on makeup? Is it because you feel insecure or you're trying to impress someone? Or is it because you want to accentuate and amplify your own natural beauty? So if there were any of these items of one through eight that felt triggering to you, or you're like, oh my gosh, I could totally use some help and support in just cleaning this up or rewriting the story or activating this part of me, then this is my invitation for you to do that. And if you would like additional support, this is exactly what I help my clients with in my one-on-one coaching practice. So if you would like to explore what that support would look like and learn more about my private coaching, then go over to my Instagram and DM me, or you can go to the link in my bio and book a complimentary session with me. So if you've listened to this till the end, bravo, I love you so much. And that means that you are ready to glow from the inside out and really turn on your feminine radiance. Keep me posted. I'm so excited to hear how this journey goes for you. I'm supporting you and rooting you on and cheering you on. And if there's anything specific that you'd like me to continue talking about, I would love to hear from you. DM me how it's going or any topics that you'd like me to touch on. And I am happy to consider them as them being new podcast episodes. I will see you next time. I love you so much. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Worthy Woman podcast. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss a new episode when it's released. I love you so much and I'll see you in the next episode.